Thank you for listening to Cozy Zone with me, Ben Weber. This is episode 47, Spencer Lott in his puppet studio, Side C. It's the But don't you know? But you know, and we we have talks like this. It's it's still good. Oh yeah, it's no. I mean, listen, I, it totally is. I think like, I mean, I don't necessarily like to look too closely at fear because of the <laughs> yeah. that very that very fear of fear and what it could do and yeah. sort of the poison it could be. Yeah. Like you know, I am sort of in process of doing a lot of work to make friends with all my bad feelings, including uh-huh. anger and sadness uh-huh. and fear, you know? And I have most of my life believed that if I let myself recognize those things, if I like immerse myself in those feelings, I will ruin myself. I will make myself distasteful. No one is going to like me yeah. because I should be fighting against these things. I should be, uh, you know, composing myself in a particular way. And so I guess I, I want to say that looking into the face of fear is very helpful yeah. for me. And it's really nice. I I find it's also as a, I, I see it in so many other, I'm, as I focus on it, kind of, it, it's also helping me with my worldview mm. and looking around at like the politics right now. Right. Like, in some ways, it's it's run and operated by fear. Yeah, you know what, and 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 uh, our stances on almost everything aren't operated out of love or no. trust. No, they're operated out of fear and right. how 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 much we've accomplished as beings. But apparently, we we got a long way to go because we're still so afraid of each other. Yeah, and I also like that makes me think a lot about this idea of like the game and the hustle, right? So you going out and doing your voiceover work because it seems like if you're a puppeteer, you, it is like the system dictates that you also have to do voiceover work, which is fake. Oh, it's totally fake. But an, our system, our political system is like, well, these are the laws. This is how it's always been. This is the system. And so how are we going to like operate within it? Which doesn't help anybody yeah. and like it's a broken system uh-huh. and people are suffering because of it uh-huh. so i guess what is sort of sad for me is like all of the candidates across the spectrum are all trying to work within this system in in their own way and they yeah. have different flavors as, yeah. as my friend max it's great says and it's just you know what flavor are we going to get of of uh, capitalist imperialism mm-hmm. this this mm-hmm. coming election mm-hmm. uh I mean, flavors are important, and they do yeah. like make a difference yeah. to like how right. people feel about each other and right. like their relationship to the world around them. But ultimately, there is this broken system that we are voting to uphold. Yeah, Which yeah, is, yeah. We're we're and we're letting fear dictate what flavor we think we will mind less. Right. Not what we think we should be eating. Right. Right. 
And it's like, yeah, all of this is garbage. Like, <laughs> it's all garbage. And I wonder, or like, I want to believe, or I choose to believe that creative people, artists, yeah. have an opportunity, set themselves sort of apart, step away from these structures to offer a different view or a mm-hmm. different way in or a, a different sort of mm-hmm. way to look at the world around you through yeah. whatever medium they work in. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, my my hope is just to keep strengthening yeah. my, you know, creative community. Damn straight. Because then maybe we'll come up with something that we don't need to worry about all this garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's something really powerful in continuing to make. Yeah. Despite everything, continuing to make, making for its own sake, um, no matter what uh, statistics say, it's, that's so valuable. Yeah. I was just listening to <laughs> NPR mm-hmm. before you came, yep. like I do, yep. and they were talking about, there was a filmmaker who found lost footage of a time when Samuel Beckett tried to make a film with Buster Keaton. Whoa. But it was about a film that was making, as as far as I understood it, it was about making a film, it was making a film about making a film. Okay. And they were talking about art trying to, art being made to, to talk about other art um, and, how, and how it was a failure and how Keaton looked at Beckett and said, this guy's a hack. And Beckett looked at <laughs> Keaton and said, he, this guy can't blink three frames and I thought he was like the best screen actor of all time uh, and and the idea of art based on art mm. not being so that's like a larger pet peeve of mine but art f- making itself uh, and uh, the the act of making being the important thing you don't and like believing in that you don't like meta art I I don't mind it I a lot I I, I often tend to create it I create versions of it for myself which I, I think is like self-reflecting, but plays about playwrights. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's what you know, sure. and it's a thing. Yeah, but it's no, it's not my. It's not normally my cup of tea. It can be done very well. Yeah, but art about art. Let's let's. There's so much else. Right. Art is important because other things are more important. Mm. Which is something my college professor John, this great college professor I had, told me. That's awesome. And so I'm trying to keep that. And so then when I see a play that where the playwright stops the play and comes in and says, I'm the playwright, it's like, oh, come on, man. There's plenty there. There's plenty there. Mm. What? Where do you get your your fodder for making things? Like, oh. where Like, where does it come from? Everywhere. I mean, you, you know, from grammatical, from type stashes uh-huh. to the way that people treat you on the train to... You know, uh, colors and paint. I'm a, I'm a huge like museum sucker. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, there's nothing better than taking myself to a mu- just by myself, going to a museum for a day. Yeah. I usually I'll I'll show up in the morning and I'll usually have to leave. Uh, if I show up for a couple hours, I'll have to leave because because I have to then make something. Wow. I can't stick around looking at all these other people who made cool shit. I now now it's my turn. Yeah. I've been totally inspired. Um. Bookstores, I love art books, like big, fat, expensive art books that take up space and they're a pain to move to your Brooklyn apartment. I think they're <laughs> so inspiring. I think they're so interesting. I'm definitely like a visual, like kind of like a designer sense, and I just nerd out over that stuff. Mm. There's no, there's no, 
you know, there's no like one no place. And now I'm I'm I have so many friends that are musicians that I'm slowly I'm not really good at music. It doesn't come naturally to me. I appreciate it, but I'm I'm not good at it. I'm not good at almost any part of it. Um but I'm I'm having I'm I'm understanding a new appreciation for it through my musician friends who just they're able to speak in this another and a whole other language that I'm not that I'm that I want to learn yeah. that I'm interested in. So this yeah this idea of, of just diving into things that aren't your bag necessarily yeah. like you you are ready to like take it on and and learn new things. It's another tool for the toolbox. Yeah. 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 Do you have like a, a ritual like a a way that you always make stuff like oh. Puppet making, at least making, to me is so much about steps. I'm a list guy. I mm. love making lists. Mm. It's very comforting to me. So I love the fact that, oh, to build a successful, quote unquote, successful puppet, you start with this and you do this thing and then you do this thing. And because you've done those things and you've thought about this, ah, this third thing works out. You know, and, and, then, and that's why, why I call these guys experiments because... Every one of them, I've tried something new. I've figured something out. I've stolen this technique. I've, I saw this, and, and now I want to try it out. Um, so I don't have necessarily, because of the freelance hustle, I don't have like a ritual per se, yeah. but I love the progression. And I love how long it takes to make like the stupid like cardboard robot. I spent so much time on this thing. And then there's that moment when it all comes together, when you like connect the arm and it's like, oh, now it's a thing. Oh. Now it's got this person. Now it exists. I mean, the shitty thing about puppetry is that look at all this stuff that I have to have. You know, like, it takes stuff to make stuff. So there's and, and I'm so jealous of musicians who are like, I have this wood. one thing. And now I have <laughs> 12 tours, three concerts, and two albums Yeah, based on this one thing that they've perfected. Like, ah, oh, that's, that's sexy. I, I have all this sh- stuff. I've got tubs and boxes and bins and and I and I like that stuff too. But oh, yeah. I'm very aware of the burden of mm-hmm. the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I make it. I spend all this time. I'm up till four a.m. making this little thing. Yep. And then I have it. Now what do I do with it? <laughs> now it's a thing. Now it exists. Now I have to put it up somewhere. I have to. I have to make a film about it. I have to. You know, it's it's an interesting like transference of materials into art. And then what, you know, does it sit on the shelf? Is it, is it to a larger purpose? Sometimes, sometimes both. I love, I love the frustration that you have about material things. <laughs> yeah. uh, because I, I think like there's something that I love about that. Yeah. I love, I love the fact that there's all this stuff and like I love objects. Yes. And I wonder, like I wonder for me, something I think a lot about is... The ability to feel okay taking up space. And I wonder if there's a, like, I have a lot of glee in, like, schlepping around a bunch of stuff. And I wonder if I am able to, like, let the stuff take up space, the space that I am unable to, like, allow myself to take up. dude, that's great. See, and I, I don't know if it's because I've been doing it for so long but I'm incredibly self-conscious about the stuff I schlep. Mm-hmm. Because in order for me to perform, I have to have the stuff. Yeah. I have to bring two duffel bags and a portfolio case. I have to bring three suitcases, you know? And in, in, in almost anywhere, like 
you know, in Kansas per se, I put it in my car. Right. I put it in my CRV. Right. Drive it, unload it. It was set. Now I've got to get it. I have to design shows to fit through the subway turnstile. Yeah. You know, it all has to be, and and it's a great challenge as a builder and a maker. Yeah. But it's different. Yeah. It's totally different. very challenging and yeah. perhaps frustrating. Yeah, and now I build shows as small as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and that's and actually the New York puppet scene reflects that. Like a ton of people are always like, "Well, the New York scene, everyone makes tiny things, and they're only five minutes long." It's like, well, that's if you're a freelance artist, that's what you can afford. That's what you can afford to schlep around to perform twice in one night and maybe make a profit. You can't once you build this huge show. Where are you going to store it? Yeah. Where you're going to, you know, that's that's not a thing. You no. can't put it in your garage or your basement. That's Mm-mm. not a thing. So Mm-mm. it's it's influence like the lifestyle has very um and it's made a huge impact on the way that people and unless you're one of the big names, right? right. Then then you 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 book people, you take them out of state, rehearse and do everything there. You bring the show back in the city and you store it somewhere else. Yeah. You know, cuz because you can afford to do that because yeah. you've built up your reputation but for but for the 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 freelancers in between it it doesn't it doesn't actually it's not conducive to creating full-length work Mm. which is interesting it is interesting do you have a favorite puppet uh material or like material you like to work with oh man you have wood and feathers and i got a little bit of everything (sighs) antron and fur fur fabric let's see Boning, Dacron, tubing, cord. <laughs> All the good stuff. Paint and glue. Yeah, man. That's a that's a great question. A favorite material. I, mm, I love paper mache. Mm. I love it because it's it's easy. It's non toxic. You can sand it, paint it, glue it. It's durable, and there's something kind of old school about it. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, you you know you make things out of paper, hmm. like paper and glue like p- like pulped together. So basically, so just to, to be clear, paper mache is like I'm thinking of strips of newspaper dipped in a watery glue. Totally, but when you're uh, when you're in the game, you know that your paper choice makes all the difference. So what your glue choice makes all the difference. The amount of layers mm-hmm. you do. Oh, yeah. So that's like the therapy. Like, I that's see. the ritual. I see. You know, that's the yeah. therapeutic part is, oh, I've got this fine first layer of, of, you know, tissue paper or something lightweight. Now I'm going to go in with a hard, like a heavier brown paper, and I'm going to really put in some durability into this. But I'm, going, I'm actually not going to cut any strips. I'm going to tear them so that the fibers really fuse in there, and there's no lines in my, in my sculpture. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, dude. Oh my god! Yeah, it's fun. Do you have a favorite glue? <laughs> well, I have. So, like, I just use uh, wood glue. I just use like mm. an Elmer's or, or like a what's the other brand? Like a Bondo wood glue. Okay. Um, for paper mache, just because it because it's consistent, I can run across the story street to the hardware store and use. I water it down a little bit. Um, but then the, the glue that I use all the time is barge cement. Barge cement. Barge. It's a shoe glue. It's like a shoe cement. Oh, my and God. And it's like could not be more toxic and lethal. Oh. Oh, it's terrible. And we all like put on these little respirators uh-huh. and we're like, no, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, my God. No, we're done for. Yeah. Oh. And we all do it like in this, you know, you're in the workshop, so they turn on a little vent or a fan or they open the window or sometimes they don't. 
and it's just it's brutal Oof. and you get and you have to get good at it like it takes a long time to figure out okay how much you know how thick you have to put it on how long you let it dry between applying it and so that you're just sitting there getting these chemicals oh, oh it's brutal oh i think my sense of smell is is i think it's done for oh my god i think it's gone we thanks for getting cozy with me cozy zone friends this was episode 47, Spencer Lott in his puppet studio, Side C. Tune in next time for Side D. And check out all the Cozy Zones on iTunes, Stitcher, your favorite podcatcher, or BenWeberProjects.com. Occasionally it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's cozy zone, so please snuggle up sweet. A beautiful thing is cozy zone.